And welcome, welcome back, back to, to this, this Irish, Irish life. life. What's yes. going on? Welcome back, Doug. Welcome back, Shoes. How are we getting on? Very Down good. by the river in Blarney. Down by the river in Blarney. We're back with our new idea that is more about the view and where we are and what we're up to than us on camera. Yeah, new new look, tracing things out. So Today, um, podcast thirty four. Podcast thirty four. Beside running water for a reason. For Ishnak. Ishnak. Wisdom. For wisdom. So um, we are here. We're doing a very special podcast, and the podcast is on the Irish and the origins of the Bible and the creators. Of the pyramids and Irish wisdom and Irish wisdom. <laughs> the well, Irish wisdom was the whole thing, basically. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's a compilation of Irish wisdom that has come from some less-known Irish sources. Yes. Um, particularly, there's one book in there, Connor McDowry. Uh, he's the author of this book, yes, uh, Irish Wisdom Preserved in Bible and, and Pyramids. Yeah, that's the, that's very interesting read. It's on he's, YouTube. He's, an, uh, he's, he's a hero. Yeah. Um, so it's on YouTube to be checked out. One of the things we've come across. And also then our, kind of what we understand of Irish mythology as well. Ourselves. Using psychology. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Using your own feeling about how you feel every day, day to day. You know, your own mental psychology, mm. how are you feeling? And if you listen to Irish mythology, yeah. it's very interesting how it corresponds with midlife crises, um, you know, maybe someone leaving in your life, breaking your heart, like stuff that would have happened back then and still happens today is in the mythology. Mm. And there's almost healing from it, I find. Uh, like the way you listen, the way you're supposed to get healing from listening to the Bible being read out. I find there's more healing listening to Irish mythology. Actually, there's mm. something from it in the tales, the, you the lessons. Take, you know, they're allegorical. Especially if they're read out right by the yeah. right person. Definitely, there is some lovely readings online as well. Mm. On uh, was the uh, Law I Academy, the reference to Kevin Flanagan and yeah. Brian Law. We could also give a reference to Joe Banks doing his yes. part on in Cork. Uh, who we had on our most recent two podcasts as well. Yeah, for thanks to Jor. Um, but it's very interesting, really, if you think about how it's been buried. Like, we, I only, I literally came across Irish wisdom in, in different, different contexts. I came across, across Ishnak uh, first, and then... Uh, the English word for Ishnak is wisdom, so then I started t thinking Irish wisdom. So then we came across this book mm -hmm. that's a seven hour audio. Um, they're saying it's the author of the book reading it out. I'm not sure, is it Connor McDerry? But if it is, it's an epic sound. Yeah. It sounds brilliant. Beautifully read. 1923, yeah. the book was wrote. Yeah. Not the whole podcast isn't all about this book, but it's about. I'm going to get into this here now, and you're going to back me up. It's, a go, it's about pre-Celtic times in Ireland that is known as Celtic. People call these times Celtic. They see the art Celtic. Well, you need to go pre-Celtic. And the stories 
pre-Celtic, not just in the mythology, but also in some of the Book of Invasions and also some in the lost tales that would almost be looked at as nearly truth now with the amount of lies that have been put forward from, the, let's say, you know, Catholicism or any other organisations who support their benefit mm-hmm. rather than truth. And as we were saying, this Irish life is all about truth. And that's what we we reckon is very important, which we're going to get to later with the Brehan Law. But the, the truth thing is um, it's, it's super attractive. I find myself searching more and more. And it's all truth. Mm. You know? I'm sure you're the same. Certainly. I mean, everything that we seem to come across. I mean, this book particularly... It has a, it has a, an interesting perspective on the Irish that has not, has not yeah. really been, uh, it hasn't really been looked at for a very, very long time. Yes. Um, and it's kind of been half lost, but it ties in with the myths and legends of Irish history as well. Mm. Mm. And as you said, it goes back to the Breton law, the fairness and then what we're seeing in so many aspects yeah. is just the truth. Yeah. The truth I, um, everywhere. I suppose before we go any further, this is a perfect time because, you know, you don't want to give too much gold without throwing an old... Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert! Yes, my man. Bollocks alert today is... Bollocks alert today is... Rome stole the Bible from Ireland. You're not going to believe this. (laughs) But the Bible is an interpretation of nature. And when they speak of man in the Bible, they speak of different concepts of nature. Molested and different and uh, uh, injected and interpreted spewed out, regurgitated and back into some form of a book what it originally was was written in Irish which is what we're going to get to in a while because Irish and Hebrew are almost identical is what they're saying now well this is one interpretation on it but the bollocks alert itself the bollocks alert itself is that they stole it and that the the roots of a great spiritual organisation the roots of the message and the love of the Bible the was great stolen by Iessa, Rome. The great Iessa. The people of Iessa. The Phoenician The people, Druids. The Druids. The Druids. The original we would call Irish. pagan. You're the nature people. You're, I'm thinking before this. They understood the natural laws. They were able they to understood use. the trees, the water, the elements. What we would call magic nowadays. Uh, potentially alchemy. Alchemy. Um, but alchemy in a nice way uh, it actually resonates home nicely with native Indian tribes a lot of their shamans and you can see a coordination to what we're kind of suggesting here but in a different way almost they weren't waiting they knew they could create things Mm -hmm. they could create crop they could create famine they could they could mine they could uh, these powers were Unknown to us now because we don't understand that you know there's more to what we are actually, and um, herbs was a big part of it, mm-hmm. healing, 
There was, uh, it, there was magic and everything. Help, helping as well. We're going to get to that there now next uh, with the Brehan Law. Helping next. Mm -hmm. But um, with the bollocks alert, the Roman Catholic Church, the fall, okay, look, whether it happened or not, whether it open suggestion, but the fall of Rome, they fell back, they did the ultimate flip, they stayed at the card table, they didn't want to leave, so they came back with a church, shimmy, 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 a bit of a story about Constantine, maybe not even true, which is another yeah. suggestion in this book, um, just all interpretations of change, um, and then you have like kind of brutalization of of um, drilling it into the masses of what they want us to believe, and uh, which was you know the, the Catholic uh, Catholic way and the Catholic Church. They, were they sorry, sorry, they took over the religion yes. of, of the Irish. That's though, what I'm going to get it? to. Which I is mean, the, that's the crazy thing the, of the, it. The, the pre-Celtic Church and the pre-Celtic temples. Uh, were all uh, either old or modernised versions of what they, you know, standing stones and all that. And the, the Catholic churches came in and just destroyed them and used those temples and those energy points, uh, what you would say, suggest potentially big trees underneath, mm -hmm. chopped down. They would yes. use these energy points and they big would uh, build a big cathedral there, you know, let's say Cove, whatever. Yeah. And uh, that's just an example. So this is a, t a big thing, what they did, and they kind of almost stole the church idea. Mm. Like the, the building in stone with the cross and the circle going through the cross, the Celtic cross uh, almost, is a resonance of Oyesa, the mm -hmm. sun god, the light, the, the giver. This is what they worshipped. It was mm. then taken in as Jesus, the sun, on the cross. There was a bit of a shimmy shammy done with a snake on the cross. There was switched from Jesus to the snake. All that totally opened to interpretation as well. But this is what they're suggesting. And um, the ancient Ireland, the Om calendar, or the Ogham, whatever way you want to pronounce it. English say Ogham, apparently. Yeah, well, the, the alphabet of Ireland, the trees, we've done that in past podcasts. Mm. The, the education system of Ireland, uh, we're going to touch base on that in a minute, seven grades of wisdom. The Brehan Law, mm -hmm. which is our hot topic. Hot topic. There we go. Hot topic right there. Hot topic. Hot right. topic. Brehan Law. We're going to explain for people, because I reckon no one has a clue. I reckon, like, I, I reckon only you and me only just figured it all out with the Brehan. Yeah. So we're going to have to start off slow here now so people get it. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the easiest way to start off, if I give it a quick go, Brilliant. The, the structure of the Society of Ireland at the time, I think is important because you've got to understand that Brehan Law may not be, may not be uh, applicable in the world of today. Yes. Because the way society structured. Mm. But with Brehan Law... There was more clans, sorry no for jumping in. There was more clans. Add things to yeah. what you're saying. There was more clans, so the Brehan made more sense. Yeah, so the, but the Brehan was a, it was a journey and it was a, a skill that you had to build up over a long period of time. and. But it was also a way of life, like the Brehan oh, law yeah. uh, style of life, you know, mm. like let's say you're, you're, a, you're living in the, the common law, a modern style life now, let's say, or the, the futuristic version of the common law uh, that changes... Uh, you know, 
So if you go back then, you would have been living in a version of the Brehan law. The Brehans were the, like the judges mm-hmm. who, who had power. Sorry, no for interrupting you. No, you're all right. Who had power, but uh, could be quickly taken away from them based on their their um, their reputation, their mm-hmm. name. So, um, but they they were the ones who made the decisions over what was right, right and what was wrong in the society, and as opposed to today, yes. where we have judges that are or brehens, because that's what a, a, a brehen is, is a judge. A judge yeah. That's someone who's appointed to a position of power, not because they are particularly good at making fair decisions, mm. but because they were at the right place at the right time. And they worked their way up. <clears throat> worked their way up, they're related to this person or that corrupt, person. Probably maybe not, who knows. Exactly. Yeah. But in this system, it was all about fairness and balance and restitution. Mm. So... One example was, I think what you told the story of where the, the, peasant, the peasant had sheep grazing in the queen's field and the sheep ate the grass and then there was a requirement for the peasant to rebalance the debt of the grass that the sheep had eaten. My gosh. And do you remember the story? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so the Brehan of the time was the King of Tara. This is a story about told yeah. at Tara. Yeah. And um, he adjudicated that the peasant would have to give the queen the sheep in restitution, in balance for the, uh, the grass that mm. had been eaten. But some the, the future king-to-be popped up and um, said, no, that's not a fair ruling. And as an example of restitution and a proper balance ruling, he said that the, because the grass in the field will grow again, mm. as will the wool on the sheep grow again, therefore the wool and the sheep should be granted the in grass. restitution or in balance for wow. the crime that was committed. And then the whole of Brehan law. Huh? You get a jumper. You get a jumper. Or a, a, a ganzi. Or a half a jumper. A half a ganzi. Yeah, Oh, so that's I suppose Brehan Law is all about it's all about bringing back that balance and fairness to society isn't it yes and it doesn't have to be on a, a massive scale yeah. where it's all Brehan Law but even in our day to day actions mm. fairness making sure people aren't parking in the, uh, yeah, yeah. the parent and baby I, 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 go on, I go on a bit of a thing about Brehan there for the crack go um, for it the Brehan resonates really well with me because of my old man. Remember I was saying that about mm. the old fella? He was like the ultimate Brehan. If something wasn't fair to him, he'd be like getting out of the car to someone and everything. Like He was just that kind of guy. But um, the Brehan is a thing, I think, the Brehan law, the society, it was taken away, they reckon, in the 1700s. This is all open to suggestion, all these dates and mm. these writings and all that. This is what we came across. And it was right up to the 1700s before they started kind of starving us and kind of using uh, guerrilla-style tactics of warfare instead of just uh, invasion tactics. Um, the, the, the Brehan was, was, was deep down in our hearts. Like, you know, you'd go to someone's house, they would offer you soup or tea. You know, you're thinking, oh, that's big back then. Like, you know, there's famines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Soup, tea, maybe something that your belly is full. Maybe a sleep, you sleep tonight. Um, look after who who are you? What, what clan you come from? Are you married? Would you be interested in maybe marrying someone? Would you, do you work? You know? Would mm. you be a farmhand? You know? If you were a last traveller, stuff like that. So it was almost looking out for everyone, the Brehan. Mm-hmm. So like you're a last guy, or you're an orphan, or whatever. Uh, God forbid. 
and you're, you're roaming, you know, there's no orphanages back then. The Brehan probably sucked all these problems up, you know, it's like, where are you from? Who, who are you, like, do you mm. want a hand? There's some child at the door or something like that. So it looks like it was a lot safer times. I don't know, I know, is that true or not? But it looks like people were a bit more tuned into their um, karmatic fate. Yeah. There was a more of a moral obligation mm. there and people felt like yeah. taking care of your fellow man was more important. They, they found actually fairness. that dying with fairness in your heart and that you've been fair throughout your life towards your fellow man and woman and children uh, and animals as well you only take what you need mm -hmm. um, you would actually die a, a really high spirit and happy like you were actually that was your, your goal mm. pass on that so the Breton goes into this spiritual side then as well that got me really interested because it's almost like kind of version of karma like in an Irish pre-Celtic way um, but it's also a way where it was morally right. It was what the way you want your kids to be. See that bird there? Whoa. Blue bird. Um, the way you want your kids to be. Mm -hmm. So an example then or two, we were saying, um, let's just say the homeless, mm -hmm. you know, problem at the moment, drug, drug problem, people, addiction, don't want help even though they're homeless, stuff like that. Very tricky problem. If the Brehan was here now, if the Brehan law was here, if there was a form of the Brehan law... If the Brehan was here, he'd rip the whole thing apart. <laughs> but if, let's say if there was an existing form of it in the law that was allowed mm -hmm. to be there, mm -hmm. like a brother, this is what we think at the moment, as the Brehan would still be coming back, which it probably will. But if there was a form of it keeping an eye on stuff, you would have a, someone trying to figure out how we're going to help people in the homeless, just like they did in Portugal treating people with rehab on the street uh, like almost arresting people but uh, with your uh, with your <laughs> yeah basically you, you kind of get arrested yeah. you get like searched you know they find a bit of heroin on you whatever uh, they, they hassle you what are you on the street for they kind of keep staying on you till they catch you with something and then they bring you in you need help you kind of have to go through the system or else you go to jail that's your that's your choice yeah. And they do a really good job, and they've like in five years they've changed it. Blah, blah, blah. That's what I'm. That's just Portugal. It doesn't even matter. But what I'm saying, the Brehan law would have something in place like that, that would actually be looking out for the homeless, or looking out for people who are just homeless without addiction, mm. and who are just genuinely homeless because of mental illness. Or they would be, and then it would also look out for old people who would be either cold at night, who wouldn't have enough money for heating, fire, stuff like that. Uh, there would be a system in place for. Of fairness again, helping there would be crop, lot of bartering going on. I'd say more than money, mm. or any type of gold or any type of valuables. It would be crop, I'd say, and like cheese, milk, um, drink, alcohol. If it was there, you know, yeah. maybe maybe there was weed there. I don't know, you know, there was there was everything, everything, everything that could be swapped and used. Tobacco, uh, like whatever, mm -hmm. um, all the herbs, the things that would help you heal. You know, you would be swapping everything that's valuable. Stuff would be fresh, it wouldn't be fresh. It's nearly gone off, lose price. Like the, it wouldn't be that hard to actually figure out, as I was saying to you before, and get it going again of sharing like what you've got yeah. going off in your fridge. Well, you've got to just you know, start small as well. Got don't a couple you? of cans left over there from Christmas. Yeah. I swapped that for a, uh, you know, something else like whatever. Yeah, but, but you have to, you have to start small. Get, get little initiatives going to get things mm. like that going because it's all well and good to talk about it as well. 
But I mean, actually putting in place. There's a lot of people interested in and the Brendan Lauder at the moment. There is a lot of people it's interested. It's come back now. Well ahead of yeah. its time. I don't, I don't think it ever left. I don't think it ever left. Like no. the English or the, the people in power, should I say. Mm. Not necessarily the English, they took over England as well. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like with the way the Breton law fits into our view of the world, I think is important to put it out there. Because we've researched some interesting stuff about mud floods, old technologies, you know, is religion real or fake? And we've looked at all this stuff, yeah, so it's we're, important. We're looking at the Bible here from an outside yeah. perspective as well. So it's like. important that we look at it and we say that the reason the Breton law has potentially survived so up so current and up to date and with so much information about it mm. um, is that it was only it was only in the 1700s that it was finally stamped out by the ruling class that managed to take control mm. in the end so it's uh, it's something that's very very close to our history recently and something that's you know, re- remembered as you said deep in our hearts deep in our hearts like and the famine for instance the, like it was gone by the time the famine happened, if mm-hmm. it happened at all, okay? Yeah. There was some form of a famine happened. But it wouldn't have existed if the famine wouldn't have happened. There was too many lords living mm-hmm. there. There was too much of a control going on. There was, everyone was looking after themselves. It was all after falling apart. But the Brehan would have looked totally sorted that out. Yeah. It wouldn't have even been there in the first place because they would have had their own crop instead of giving it away if that even happened as well. But look, we won't get into the famine. But the Brehan law... It's so powerful that it's coming back. We want our, If you look into the Brehan Law, give yourself 15 minutes to look into the Brehan Law yeah. in depth on YouTube or maybe on Google. Do some reading, do some watching, do some listening. Check out the Brehan Law Academy. Check out Kevin Flanagan. Check out some interesting stuff that's mm. going to make your mind think about in 10 years' time, where do you want your children? Uh, what society do they, do, they, do they need a choice to have with you know, with economy and with fairness, with 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 lawmaking, yeah. with drug taking, with with vaccines, yeah. like the brain is, the brain is important for all of this because it, it it gives you power back where your clan, your kinship is is what will be responsible. So, back in the day, you would have your your clans all divided up. Someone did something wrong, you know, you got the politician who was who was a bad politician. He was a bad brain, you know, he was a bad judge. His clan put him forward. His wife puts him forward. Mm-hmm. She's done otherwise. Yeah. Everyone. They're like, go, go, go up. Go stand yeah. up. Tough shit. You fucked up. Yeah. So that There was accountability. That, which, and that's very important. Especially that pressure, today. That pressure was there. And mm-hmm. you were shamed. Mm-hmm. And you would eventually end up on the street. And you would eventually end up being that guy. Calling to the house. Hoping they'll give you the cup of soup. Hoping yeah. they'll give you the... Because you weren't the man of your word. Mm-hmm. And that's the strength of the brain. Yeah. And that's where you want your kids thinking, this is a good idea. Because if we have everyone thinking like this, as I said before, it won't even matter about corrupt bankers mm-hmm. or corrupt... Because all these guys will fizzle out. The next generation will come up and like the brain idea. Yeah. They will have... Mini communities. Like, ideas will blossom. You yes. Know? And it's all about bringing yeah. back the mini communities, isn't it? Certainly. I mean, obviously, like Rome, point. or what we say is Rome, you know... But the people who controlled or took over the show, who've centralised yeah, all of yeah. all of the organisation of the world, yeah. you know, they know they've done what they had to do to take apart the brain. And it was a society, I'd say, that was actually much, much older, you know, which we're going to go into now as well in the mm. Irish wisdom part Here about the old tribes of Ireland, yeah, the yeah. stories of Ireland, where they came from, and 
this was the laws of the land that they had at the time as well, which is very, very interesting. So, alongside the Brehan law, they also had a spiritual understanding of the good and fairness. And with the spiritual understanding of the good and fairness, they also had a connection to the trees and the plants and the herbs and everything around Ireland and the oils of Ireland, including Britain. Mm -hmm. But these trees had a connection back with the people of healing, a vaccination, whatever you want to call it, antibacterial, a, a anti-famine, everything mm. was there. They had a, a full connection to Druids, the Aryan priesthood, Ayesa, which is actually another word, beginning word for Jesus. Mm. And, th and this is not from a, like even necessarily the spiritual religious perspective either no, here. No. This, this is, is a this is a a tribe or a, a grouping of people who are versed in the arts of nature and the best way to think of them is a, spirit a, a church, and soul, just like Rome. But they were called. Did they have the churches? They had, a, they had they the have churches, the, yes. Did they? That's, an, that's one thing I wonder actually about, actually. Took their church. That's what it looks like. So you reckon that's what they, that's the churches what, were, were taken from them? That's what Conor is suggesting. Interesting. In that would follow as well because Rome took over many of the churches all over Europe. And the star force. Like we said at the start, the, the ultimate shimmy shammy. They put down shimmy. the sword yeah. and they started praying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like... It's almost like they were known already from all the wars and all the destruction that was caused. They now came back with this, so it was okay, kind of thing. There was a lot of yeah. that going on as well. Some psychology. Well, I'd say there was still a lot of death came with it. I mean, they oh. make it out like St. Patrick came no, over here. No, no, no. There was serious death. Yeah. Raping. Like St. Patrick came over and said, lads, no, 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 time no. to go Christian. And everyone goes, no, yeah. brother. I suppose I give it a blast there for a second. Can we check it out? So, the pre-Celtic church was here standing, praying. Priests, the Aryan priests, the priesthood of Viesa. The Greeks traced their ascent, their ascent uh, back to Eru, to Ireland. The mother, the mother of Ireland. She was, she was the final. She was the goddess who granted. She was Danu. She wasn't Danu. No. I think she was different. I think she was one of the triple ones. I'm not sure, but she was. I do know no. that Eru was the goddess yes. that let the Milesians into Ireland to defeat the two of Danann. Mm. So the Milesians, who we'll get onto, will be would be the Celts, or who would understand yes. the Celts or the the Gaels. Why don't you run by there uh, with me? All. Invaders from the start up to number six or whatever, beginning with the bad guys, Fomorians. Go. Fomorians were the. So the Fomorians were the giants or the titans. From Greece. As pe from Greece. As the Greeks say, they traced their ascent back to Ireland, Eru. Mm -hmm. The titans were the beginning of Greece. Mm -hmm. and well, the titans were the beginning looks of like everything. It all came from yeah. up here Scotland, North Ireland. That's what it's saying. Yes. Yeah. So you the Fomorians, 
who were these giant titans. This is before any churches now or anything. And the Fomorians seem to have control this is over even yeah. humans. These are massive beings yeah. now, like huge. Like miles high. Yeah, big as mountains. Throwing boulders. Yeah. This Oof. is all the this is all the mythology we're, yeah, This we're, is the mythology of Ireland. This is actually what we're talking about. Like this is actually what we're coming across. And they were constantly just wrecking everybody else's life. They'd taking, rob your children. Rob children. Every Halloween the Samhain would come. And, and you would have to pay taxes. Two thirds, or is it one third? Two thirds of two your thirds children. Two thirds of all your children. And your, your produce. And your produce. Yeah, your lifestyle. And they came, and they t the tax collectors came, and they were all like mutated giants and like lizards from the sea. And yeah. they would like, they would actually like try to eat your children there and then. Yeah. They, these guys the were titans. monsters. The guys remaining after the flood, yeah, They were almost like a, a degraded version of the giants. Yeah. A, a poisoned, almost. Poison version of the original, even bigger titans. Know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Throw that one out there. Totally. Well, we may as well get everything out yeah, in the yeah. one big picture oh, because we're yeah. trying to put the picture together. So the giants, anyway, from Warren's there to start. There's a bit of a, a thing left from the from yeah. So You something got Badder of the Evil Eye. Yeah. He got a bit of fame on this podcast way back. Mm. Uh, Badder's way back. <laughs> as if he needs it. Yeah, as if he needs the fame. But Badder was their leader at this stage. Um, er, he was earlier like on, though, left. If we, we don't want to jump ahead too far. No. So, going back to you, the Fomorians all over the place. Yes, start going with the number one race in Ireland. So. And then, First race, so. there were races of beings other than giants around the place mm. as well, on the, on the planet, you know. You've all sorts of different races, uh, like fairies and elves yes. and... Um, dwarves and trolls and, and all these is known as something that you think is Tinkerbell but actually yeah. a fairy is potentially a big giant oh certainly yeah huge well, monster lo Lord of the Rings style yeah you know you certainly have that possibility all that, all that stuff is actually Irish mythology isn't yeah, it that's all Irish mythology yeah, yeah. as well deliberate so it's just so everyone at home now knows when they're watching Lord of the Rings they're like oh this is unreal they're actually regurgitating what they believed happened in Ireland mm -hmm. a long time ago so I'm going to give a quick rundown of the the time from the flood, Noah's flood is the starting point of Irish mythology. I love it. Right? We're losing a bit of the river there, doesn't matter. Sorry. So, first of all, you've got the Fomorians all over the place, pre flood. Yes. This coincides with the stories of Noah and the flood yes. and the giants running amok. And then they decided that they were going to have to flood the earth. So, Noah was told build a boat we know the Noah story yes but aside from that Noah had a was it Noah's daughter who was Caesar was it his daughter yes. or his it, granddaughter it was, a, it was his granddaughter his granddaughter Sorry. and she wasn't allowed onto the ark so she fled to Ireland no there was a couple of different arcs kind of pre-arcs also Noah wasn't no fool mm -hmm. he had his family building arcs as well yeah but he like save yourself kind of thing yeah he had enough time a couple of chippies were spare yeah, you know. So she arced off to Ireland. She arced off to Ireland, and they didn't last 50 long. Fifty women. Fifty women. Three men. Three men. The three men's names. It's very important. Oh man, have I just had a dog news? <laughs> <laughs> three men's names. What are their names again? They're so funny. It was Mactier or Macdara. No, what's it going Biff, Finton, and Landra. All right, the three men. Landra. Ladra, sorry. Nice. Three men came with 50 women. Like, that's yeah. hilarious. Ridiculous. Ireland point. was empty, you know what they're saying. 
Well, I suppose they're saying it is empty, yeah. Well, maybe it was just a rock and they were just... It was mine. after the flood. Maybe the titans were just mining it out and it was just oh, a yeah. nutting land at the time and people were just looking for yeah, rocks to yeah. colonise yeah. in so, the madness. So, so you're starting you off here now. Rose granddaughter, Césaire. Césaire, yeah. Her three men, 50 women, made it to Ireland. They didn't last long. One man died. The other ran away. Freaked out. Freaked out. And then what happened? The last, the last fella turned into a salmon. And Thinking he actually became... Jumped into the yeah. ocean one day. He just had enough. He had the 50 women now turning to him. And he had Césaire, Noah's granddaughter, to please over all of them. Yeah. And what they all wanted was to procreate. They had to have children. That mm -hmm. was the problem. So what you're seeing, what they're saying here is that there was a problem with procreation of Ireland and how it started and all that. There was an interpretation of it. But Finton, he... Dumped in, he turned into a salmon. He lived for t 3,000 years. He actually lived to see the age. He brings us nicely into the age of the monks. And if a monk actually uh, brought Finton out of the sea and made Finton turn back into human form. Mm -hmm. And he was a magical, um, he was almost like a leprechaun, but he was a magical being of wisdom. So Finton is the wise, he's known as the wise. So that the salmon of knowledge is all your yeah. interpretation of the salmon, Fintan. Sure, That's yeah. another kind of little hidden story there that re isn't really known. But so then, that was then going next after we them, had, yeah. we had Parthalon, the Parthalonians, they and were they the next came invasion. from Greece, wasn't it? Yeah, they met a tribe of women. Delighted. Tribe of women? That's what would have happened, these 50 women and all their oh, kids. Oh yeah. They and would they have came. had, you know. But they got they got obliterated soon after by a plague. Yes, they were called the sorry the Parthalonians, and they brought a bad karma energy with them to Ireland. Yes, and Ireland recognised this, the motherland. It looks like, mm. and they died of plague. Yeah, and what they came with was the leader killed his parents, and uh, it's the parasitic, the act of parasitic parasitity. Something like that. Infanticide or he killed his parents. Yeah. Something like that. Parasite, yeah, the act of parasite. Yeah, but anyway, he um, he brought that energy with him. They believe in the story of the mythology, and that his clan were wiped out. So they were. That was number two. Number two. Number three. Then were number three invasion into the Ireland. The Medians. The Medians who were. They were from Scythia, which is the region of Ukraine. I think now, all in that area. Um, so. They came, the Nemedians, and they they were fine for a while, I think. They were... Powerful. They survived. Warrior-like people. Yeah. Did they fight the Fomorians? Yeah. I can't remember. Did they, all the while, the Fomorians are still knocking around as well. Fomorians all these are tribes. still trying to rob kids. And yeah. The Fomorians don't own Ireland. They live in the sea, they say. They live in the sea. They suck out of the sea. They're the Titans who were probably drowned. Yeah after the uh they seem to be the from flood. the other side the other world yeah they're, they're like the dark beings from the other world they can almost come into the existing world from the other world which is fuck yeah it's they probably still have pretty, access pretty bonkers like but um so you had the nomadians and then what happened with the nomadians then the nomadians um fought they had to the, leave the, the Fomorians the, the and they got dispersed from the fight that's what it was. The Fomorians and they destroyed left them. Ireland. Yes, that's what it was. And then they came back as two different tribes. The two they then went up into Switzerland, into the Northlands, and they kind of met, I think anyway, they met like 
the you know the Norse mythology where it all mixes with the gods. Mm-hmm. They something happened there, whether you want to call it aliens or what, I don't know. But they met a, a, a maybe it's an interpretation of mixing the breeding because they came back blonde and mm-hmm. all that, you know. So maybe that's you know they they came back superior. They just came back stronger and bigger. And, you know, this could be in a big way, more no, magic. Like, this could be in a big way, no, yeah. Like, big guys, like, yeah, you know, certainly. Couple, you know, 25 feet high giants yeah. walking around on your on your side like you know stuff like that so it looks like they came back as super powerful magical yeah. able to kind of return soldiers back to life all weird stories a bit yeah. dark and they were in Scythia because that's where the Nemedians fled from they, when they fled from Ireland they fled back to Scythia which was the homeland of where there was another trace where they had the two come from the two day denim had a respect <clears> in Scythia but the fair bullug uh, the bag they collectors had had uh, almost like uh, branded themselves as slaves in Ireland, so because of that, they were almost branded as slaves in um, Namibia. But they, in Scythia, yeah. sorry, but they weren't. They weren't really looked as slaves in Ireland as much as they would have been in the. Uh, well, they came to Ireland first before the two of the Danon. So after the Namibians fled, the mm. Fir Bullog fled back. Ireland. Out of Scythia again. Their great land was their there. Their old the, land. So the old the lineage of the Nemedians. Imagine that, that must have been passed on through orally, through wisdom. Like, you know, you're talking mm. the, the tribe are like, look, go back west. It's a great land. They speak the Gaelic tongue. You know, they're probably all speaking Gaelic, some form of it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's how they met. They went back. Go back to the homeland. They went back, and then you're saying the two Danmen came back after that. And after that, then they the two came from more north them, yeah. side, like Switzerland, mm-hmm. you know, Norway, whatever. Yeah. They came back all blonde, beautiful, strong. Uh, battled it out with the with the um, the fear bullocks. Bullo- fear yeah. bullocks for like uh, endless battles. Yes. Days, like yeah, but they had fair battles as well. It was Breton law battles Breton too. Law battles, it was like yeah. nine on nine Remember for a we day. Yeah. And we were saying that if they were down a warrior, they'd switch. Yeah. Like the two of the Danon would have no hassle giving a warrior over to fight if needed. Yeah. Like, this is how the fairness worked. No is that, one did they do that, did they? This is just an example. I mean, saying that the, this, the, they no give one a warrior. Wanted, no one wanted to kill mm. another man. A, there's no pride in killing another man unless it was fair. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. So. And they found from the battles that the Fair Bullock were so strong in battle, they almost resembled a lesser version of themselves, so they honoured them a third of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. is it a quarter of Ireland? It was a Connacht. quarter, and they took Connacht, yeah. So they gave them and Connacht. The two and took the rest. These are tribes of people now. Half and the Fomorians are still around as well. Fomorians are still around, sucking in and out, yeah. battling the odd two. Two dead and no are like massive ultimate giants. good guys, though, aren't they? Oh, against the Fomorians at this stage, they're, they're painted yeah. as the ultimate good guys. Yeah. They're sitting yeah. in Tara. They got the kingship in Tara. Yeah, Brehan Law going on. Brehan Law going on all over the British Isles. They've got the magic. They've England got is the, Ireland, just so everyone control. knows as well. The Celts, yes, uh, pre-Celts. We're all the same. That's why we love the English and why we love listening to you know their, their voices, radio, TV. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because we are English. They're Irish. We're all the same thing. Uh, we're, they're actually us more than we're them. But they got mixed up a bit more. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, different populations coming in and whatever. But bottom line is no more hating. We're all the same. Which is great. But exactly. back to the two of the Danim. So you're on, you're on clan number five here now. So, so the two of the Danon came back. So the two of the Danon have three quarters of Ireland. 
and the Fir Bullock have a quarter. The Fomorians um, are still battling, so they are har harsher than ever coming in with their taxes for the children. Mm. And the two of the Danon are pretty much beaten down. Yes. And unhappy. The Fir Bullocks seem to just have disappeared off the face of mythology. Yeah. Uh, all of this was written down, obviously. The two of the lost the king's arm in a battle. Yeah, so the king lost his arm in a battle, and that led to the Bress who was half Fomorian becoming the Tua de Danon king. And you that might remember the king's arm, they made him a metal arm. Was well, they made him a metal arm later then. Oh, yes. They made him a metal arm later on. That was after Bress had spent a couple of years um, pushing the taxes of the Fomorians onto the Tua de Danon. Mm. He was the king. Yeah. He was like a beautiful looking king, but he had been fooled because... He was Fomorian. He, well, they knew he was Fomorian, but he was just, that was the way it was, and he became king, and the people chose him as king because under the Brehen, the people chose the king. Oh, yes. Um, the fairness, yeah. again. And then, so the ultimate, Bre Brehen can be dangerous, so. Brehen can be can dangerous. Brehen can be quite, you know? like no one's keeping an eye on to everything. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of dummies here who are confused and they think that this was fair, yeah. and then boom, your man's in power. And there you Good go. Good to like, manipulate you know? the Brehen, so. So. Be careful there, so. Exactly, Sorry. Yeah. Maybe though, at a time that maybe the maybe the um, maybe it was more centralized power at the time as well. Mm. That made the Breton less effective because I think the Breton has to be in smaller. Yeah, it, can, it can't be over hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah, you're it right. It needs to. Well, it has to be like a thousand yeah. people. Next clan, thousand people. Yeah, it you know? in that clan. That's divided. That thousand is yeah. divided into four. Stuff like that. Yeah, I you're think, right. I think that's that so otherwise I don't think it works. But, it's but actually, anyway, Ireland is still very like that. Though. Yeah, just oh, it is. You know, when you're in Cork, you don't see it, but children, if you're in Kerry, you see that. We go back to it, yes. But um, so. But what happened then was, the so the two of the Dannon, and the Fair Bullocks were on the island of Ireland. This is the most recent, pretty much, mm. and the Fomorians were taking them heavy taxes or taking heavy taxes off them and then Lug Lavada mm. Lug Longarm the same guy that the month of August is named after Lunasa Lug yes. he came along and he managed to slay Balor of the Evil Eye nice and Balor is another giant titan Fomorian he was the master he was the master the and he was actually Balor's grandson Ooh. Yes, and it was prophesied that Balor would be killed by his grandson. Yes. Keen was his dad. Keen was his dad. Cheeky That's the one. Fella. Yeah, jumped into the tower, banged the mother. Banged the mother. <laughs> Go on, Keen. Into the tower, or was it a giant pillar? Who knows? Exactly, it was a giant tower, a round tower. So, once that happened, the Fomorians seemed to disappear, mm. and that seemed to be the end of the Fomorians and the Tuatha Dé Danann. So, can I just break in with the Tuatha? Mm -hmm. The Tuatha Dé Danann worshipped. Danu, mm -hmm. and they also worshipped the almost the way the Native American people worshipped the land, with different interpretations. Uh, they they worshipped the sun. So I'm just going to jump in here with these beginning of these druids that we ran about mm. the Aryan race, the Aryan priesthood, the priesthood of Vyessa. Mm -hmm. The Greeks traced the Aryan, uh, I said that, back to Ireland. Yeah. Ireland is linked to all the countries, the east, the west. They, they show. Okay. I don't know, it's closed off, it might be closed off for a reason, they're not sure. Yeah, I suppose that's the reason, I remember years ago. I'd say you probably could do. 
See you, Grant. Have a chance. It's in the forest. Yeah. Have a Grant. But Ireland was the link to the all the countries in the east. If you look at their megalithic towers, structures, mining, you're suggesting, I'm saying churches. If you look at their churches, they're either rebuilt on old temples or rebuilt on old. But you find that circular cross, almost like the Celtic cross, all along the ancient Celtic writing, which isn't Celtic at all, it's pre Celtic. Mm. It's actually to the Danon settling in Scotland. It's, it's almost like their writing. It's something to that writing that's very spiritual and powerful, mm -hmm. which is looks to be true. Rome was a colony of Ireland, would you believe it? Mm, that's yes. how powerful this was. This was a, a religion, just like the way Catholicism spread to Ireland, you know, and everyone got convinced and it was great. That's how they sold it to us. It was actually the other way around. Ireland was spreading its wisdom Seven grades of wisdom, may I add. Yeah, and it wasn't a, a religion in the same way as like a hierarchical religion. Mm. It was it fairness was, it religion. Was, it was the religion about the Brehen, it was about understanding the stars, the archaeology, the nature, ast astrology, the, the water, the nature. If you look at all the rocks around Ireland, a lot of them are lined up with the stars. There's a lot of really like high level uh, astrology going on, mm -hmm. it, it painted out. You got tarot in with a lot of hidden secrets and that. And this is what Ireland had to offer. They, they, what we came across is they're suggesting that they designed and helped create, as architects, the pyramids in Egypt. Mm -hmm. So they used their free, the original Freemasons, is who they were. The, the, what you know of today is Illuminati, Freemasons, blah, 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 blah. That was like the new Freemasons. These guys were the original... Uh, creators and builders and manipulators of the alchemy of the earth of the universe mm. which sounds nuts and that goes true. back to again the whole idea is that we've already had of you know that there there was a civilization here in this world that was not Ireland England France Russia Africa that it was a it was a, a worldwide civilization of churches and star forts and helping and hel understanding yeah, Brehen law yeah. you know Suppose understanding heard, nature there was, there it was, was a world of that about an, a woman who would have no fear to walk through the land of Ireland of Eru because no man would look upon her if they looked upon this woman they would fear their own coming of what is coming like, so basically if you did wrong to someone mm. like that it's coming back on you. Yeah. They are, like, they're, if they rape someone, they're getting raped. You yeah. know, like, it was actually that. They understood serious. the balance. So there was a land of, um, like, when you hear of Ireland, or land of free, or feel so free here. There's a reason why. It was actually the land of the free, and peace, and humanity, the motherland. So that's what they're, they're, they're saying in this, which is nuts. So Rome was a colony of Ireland. Ireland was the homeland of the Phoenicians, which was also another another version of the Tua. Tua to Danon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically... Potentially. The, so potentially. So basically the Phoenicians slash Tua to Danon travelled to Egypt, mm -hmm. spreading the word of the sun. They were known as the Scotia when they got there, mm -hmm. all right? Or Scots. Or I wonder, I think it's, is it the, the Nemedians with the Egyptians with Scotia? 
This mm. is pre Tour de Danube. Phoenicians, yeah. I think yeah. maybe the Phoenicians pre, were the Nemedians. Pre Tour de Danube. So, so basically, say. if the two, yeah, that would make sense. Like when the Tour were in power and doing what they were doing, there was churches probably existing then. So, you know, these priests mm. and druids were there. You know, or altars, not necessarily yeah. temples slash altars. I don't know about churches. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking buildings are a bit different. Maybe I'm not sure, but um, the real hidden tr history that we're looking at here seems to make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, right there. Oh yeah. Um, most of the history is played because of control and money. But uh, chapter three in this book, the struggle between Rome and Era, very interesting chapter. Mm. England's priests of Rome gave. Remember now, England was all Rome at the time. Mm -hmm. Gave Era its new name, Ireland. We're not going to get into the power of words and all that. That's a different podcast. That's a different show. Yeah. But Era was the power name. Ireland was the weak name. They gave it Ireland. They knew what they were doing. Tara was the capital of the Lord of the Isles of the Western Sea. That's a very interesting one if you think about that. Because that's what they're, they're saying up here in the West, Northwest. We were the actual the Lords of the Wisdom and of... Um, Music, playing the harp. Mm. We were the origin of civilization. It, why, physics, it didn't come science, from Sumeria. Astrology, yeah. they're, they're trying to make out that it kind of came from the east. So, no, didn't at all. What we're suggesting here and what we're saying looks to be true is that Ireland uh, has, a, has a huge background in knowledge and how to show wisdom through the Breton law and all the, ex the existing knowledge about that. And about, for instance, studying near oak trees. They'd have forests full of oak trees where all the monks mm. of Ayesa would study the, the, the worship of the sun. And they knew, being next to the oak trees, that the knowledge would go in and they would be able to get in sync with this meditation's almost style of learning and teaching. So they had all these teachings to tell when they were leaving Ireland, going across the world, especially to Egypt, if they even did it. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But still pretty cool. Very cool. Ireland. Well, the, the teachings fit with a lot of the, like the other stories. I mean, everything fits together fairly mm. well. Yes. So it's worth giving consideration to. It is. But uh, like the, the most interesting part about it, for me, is that the fact that we still have a record of this in Ireland mm. is so cool. It's mad. And we nowhere else, it. like America, America had Breton Law, Russia had Breton Actually, Law, America Europe probably had, had it. All the natives have it still. Yeah. Do you know that? Some of the tribes have, still have versions of it. And it was all in terms But we have this rich history to go with it, which mm. is, which goes to show that Ireland was certainly one of the last areas mm. to fall to the Roman system or... To, Whatever, There's even something here from uh, as far as India saying that their sun worship came from Aranda, which is Ireland, basically, they mm. reckon, like, which is it's pretty badass. Um, we were talking about it earlier about England being the child of Ireland. Mm. You know, like almost like suckling from the nipple of Ireland. You know, if you think about looking on the map, yeah. what it looks like. <clears throat> and uh, so originally we were all one. The, the kingdom was Tara, which we, where you were lately, which is very interesting that we're doing this now, yeah. after we went to there, that's epic. Uh, the ancient temples of Iessa in Ireland were turned into churches. It was the ultimate switch by Rome, the ultimate shimmy-shammy, shimmy as we said shammy. in the Bollocks Alert. 
Yeah. They slaughtered the Irish to forget their pagan ways and they switched what they could and took what they could to add and adapt into the faith of Catholicism. Hence, Bridget, St. Bridget, other saints, I think St. Paul was thrown in there as well, mm -hmm. a couple of other guys, but the saints were all kind of understanding for us to kind of go, oh yeah, I remember Grandad going on a whim. Yeah, maybe Catholic is right. So yeah. it, was, it was kind of like that. They, they shimmied it as best they could, which makes a lot of sense Yeah. for them to do that. Um, Rome has raped and controlled us until this day. The reason why I want to say that is because there's, it's open to suggestion, but there is a possibility that Hebrew is Irish. Mm -hmm. And Irish is Hebrew. Certainly. I sent you those pictures. The words. There was there was there was a breakdown of the words and the the Do you etymology think of it as well. Was fluent in Irish? No, there's I can't. Well, I don't know. I can't. I can't see Hebrew stuff. To but be still, like it, it did have. But some I, I read. I read in the when I was listening to the book and what the origins were, and why he was linking it to Hebrew. There was really good reasons about mm. why. But I would once again say that I think that this was everywhere as well, yes. not just Ireland. Yes. That everyone was Hebrew. It was, yes. a, it was a race of a people. Maybe they were the white, the white skin. It's almost like people don't realise they were, they were Gaelic tongue, not Hebrew mm -hmm. tongue. So yeah. that's, that's, what it, that's kind of and what we're And were they, the interesting thing is as well that, you know, we spoke about the two of the Danon mm. and the Fear Bullock, but eventually the Milesians took the land of Ireland from the two of the Danon. Mm. And the Milesians are traditionally equated to the Celts or the of Gaels, Europe. yeah, of Europe. But potentially that could well have been Rome. Mm. Do you know? Yes. And the Viking raiders. They're all the same. They're all the yeah, same. I remember you saying that before. You know, and some, I think some that stories it, it like could all be together, particularly you, you since we know the history. You could have three different stories. You could have Celts, Rome really and Greece and it could be all one thing. We don't mm. know. But that's great that you suggested that, yeah. because you have to keep the book open. It's not just all about the Bible here. Uh, Christian Bible did not come from Palestine, Jerusalem, Asia, mainland Europe. It looks here that it came from. The people of Iessa, Ireland, era. The Irish culture was amazing, the wisdom. England was known in the pre-Celtic times as Angale. Would you like to clarify, young girl? Oh, yeah, isn't it the Andals or the Angles? The, yes. The Andals? I there was just is. suggesting that it had an Irish, an Irish name yeah. all along until it changed to England. Yeah. Uh, Ireland was the first teacher of all the sciences, physics, astrology, I was saying that. Uh, they gave Gre Rome gave Greece the credit. So that's where you come in now with your suggestion that Rome and Greece were potentially the same thing, or they might have even existed. Who knows? It's potential that they didn't. But also giving each other credit. So mm -hmm. Rome gave Greece credit. Straight away, that's a potential, uh, like a hole in the game there, you know. When someone gives someone else credit, you have to kind of go, hang on a second, what's going on here? I find anyway. For Rome giving Greece credit about? About their sciences and the... Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, well, you got to, like, to be honest, we have to take it all with a pinch of salt yes. as well. Yes. And, like, this information is coming from the book by Conor McDowry. Yes. And it's, you know, well-researched. It was everything. covered by Michael Desarian as well. And Michael Desarian and a lot of other people. Yeah. But it does correlate with other sources too. Yes. Um, but you do have to wonder no matter what. I mean, everything in this, as we always say, 
we could turn it all upside down so the good guys could potentially be the bad guys oh, and vice yeah. versa. We don't want to confuse people too you know, much now. We don't, but just to um, yeah. you know, just to make sure that... But the word you know, Mary, Mary, the mother of, like mm -hmm. Mary, Jesus' mother. So Ayesa turned into Jesus. And then Mera, the sea, Mary, mother of God. So they, they, they used that. The sea was a big word they used back then as well. So it was like Mira had, a, had the sea, Mira. Mm -hmm. So it had power in it. Uh, the Irish language was very confused, almost lost. What do you think of that? It certainly was. Like the original Irish language they took was the, the alphabet. Om. They kind of used yeah. the Irish English alphabet. They took the, they took the OM alphabet away. They banned it. The OM, which we spoke about yeah, already, yeah, is yeah. based on the nature. The trees, and we're we'll bringing it back now with your banks back. and cork and the lock um, and everything else. And all about frequency out. and the healing of frequency. Mixed trees here in the forest. Uh, lots of trees hanging out with us. But um, yeah, I loved. But they literally just home. dissipated. They just um, blew it apart, removed. Removed and I the traces Latin of came it. In. They kind of sniffed they, around. Apparently, they used La they used Om as the basis for Latin. I think mm. I came across. But the the a lot of the stuff because a lot of people at home would say, okay, if the if the Bible is written in Irish and it's Hebrew, surely a priest who went from Ireland to Rome, who spoke Irish, you know, a hundred years later mm. would have figured it out. Blah 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 blah. But. Uh, According to Conor McDowell, he reckons like there was the ultimate shammy. They, they kept an eye on that. Mm -hmm. like, there was a reason they had monasteries everywhere full of people writing shit down. Mm -hmm. They were fucking doing shit. They were shimmy shammying. They were shimmy shammying. They were making up stories. Do you know, they were making up stories. They were taking stories. They were interpreting what Irish was into Hebrew. Yeah. They were potentially, this is what they were actually there's, up to. There's no doubt. Besides raping and all yeah. other. I mean, there's antics. no doubt that they were writing the version of history that they wanted us to know. And there's no doubt there was good in these people as well. There was probably good people who were monks and priests who really did believe in healing and helping, spreading the word of, of herbs and trees and wisdom and uh, Brehen, mm -hmm. the Brehen idea, the Brehen spirituality. Just saying, you know, like, we should even go away from this, this chat today, like, just thinking about the Brehen law and what it would mean to you if you wanted people to be like Brehan Lostyle to your family mm. and you should be Brehan Lostyle to other people's families and it's a moral thing yeah it's a really certainly. good one to, to take home with us today I think because um, I'm, I'm intrigued from the Brehan uh, the English Latin almost destroyed it the arts the science seven grades of wisdom do you want to just jump into that for a small bit there or do you reckon there's too much to get into what about the seven grades the seven grades of wisdom you know they're, they're, it was the old way in Ireland that they would teach the higher class. So if there was a higher class child who was, you know, he was going to be a scholar or potentially an astrologist or a physics teacher or a scientist, he would have to go through the seven grades and he would stop at a certain level mm. if he had enough done. So the harp, the, um, the harp was, was a form of it, poetry was a form of it. Anyway, I'm not going to get into the seven grades of wisdom, but it's super interesting. Yeah, it it's just, there are the skills yeah, and it, the... Like um, the carpentry, the, the, the Masonic stuff. Yeah. Like everything is tied into the seven grades of wisdom. But a lot of it is about speech, about storytelling. There's like 50 stories of this, plus uh, uh, three stories of this, and then you have to learn this. And so and it went on for years, and it was mm. all terms, like school. So yeah. like, your kid would come home from school, literally, and start telling you Irish mythology. Telling you stories. Oh, no telling you stories about how happy they should be because 
back in the day, the Fomorians, the Dista people, you mm. know. So like it was actually it was actually quite interesting for children to go to school. It looks like they really advanced the brain. Like if you look into the seven grades of wisdom in the Brehan Law on YouTube with Kevin Flanagan, you will see how advanced Ireland was before the church came here. Yeah. You will see what they're suggesting, obviously open interpretation, but it does make a lot of sense correlating with spreading the word of building and Freemasonry after that, before the bad Freemasons came in. And then, I've written down the Irish wrote the Bible, which is hilarious. This one, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, Storage is nearly done. But yeah, so, um, and then, the whole thing about uh, the two of the Danon, the Inish Fail, the Island of Destiny, they had the Stone of Destiny. It was up in Tara. You were up, up there the other day looking up. at I it. I touched it and you screamed out. So I'm what? the rightful I'm king of Ireland. Cross the camera. Uh, nice. Sorry there, guys. What? So uh, yeah, they brought that from the seven, or the the four cities of instruction. That's unreal. Yeah, they brought it was the cauldron of plenty, yeah, the harp yeah, yeah. of um, the harp of Nuada. Mm. How are you doing? And uh, what was the other one? The spear as well. Yes. And they had that too, and that's what they brought when they came and uh, took over Ireland originally from the Fear Bullock. And then when the Milesians came. They uh, they took them all with them and so they went to the to the cedar and mm. now the two of the Dan and today mm. are said to live underground and they're the fairies and the elves of Ireland. Wow. The leprechauns, the magic people, the little people. Are they small now today, uh, they are? I think they're shapeshifters and they can oh. like change. They've Still got magic. Exist, though. Yeah. According to mythology. According to exist. according to recent mythology, so mm. like seventeen hundreds, the Irish considered them to exist. Mm. Um, I've got a great Jerry Springer at the end. Make sure oh, I yeah. do it. Okay. Dude. Um, the round oh. towers you see around Ireland, if anyone could go away from this chat we had today about mm -hmm. anything, when you're driving to the beach or you're going to Kinsale or you're, you know, you're in Dublin or wherever, Ireland is full of it like. Mm. The round towers everywhere, there's uh, churches broken down everywhere. Like I'm starting to think down by the line, you know, the church that we, you know, those, where we've seen those two kind of places. Yeah. You know. All these kind of places, potentially mines as well, all that. Mm -hmm. But potentially old churches oh, of worship oh, yeah. from Ayesa, you know? Certainly. Ruins rebuilt upon again. and There's a whole infrastructure that's like so, even um, below the ground. When you're driving around there and looking at these, don't think Catholic, think yeah. pre-Catholic, think Ayesa, the worship of the sun. A lot of it was actually to be, like, safe, mm. they reckon, from flood. A lot of these towers, you see that? That was interesting, I found. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these towers are so high, they reckon, that they, they almost... They almost knew there was a potential flood again to come. Mm. So they would have like a 30 foot high tower to fucking, excuse my French, the worship of Ayesa would be on the top floor where the hole is, nowhere else, you know? Reckon? I don't like that idea. That's what the. Is that what the book says? No, that was just some suggestions I came across with these oh, round towers yeah. about flood, about the worry of flood. Yeah. I, don't know, I still think the round towers have some sort of technological oh, aspect yeah, to them, more totally. so than a hiding place. Oh, yeah, yeah, but this yeah. is what they're suggesting they are from oh, flood. Yeah. That's why they went so high and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But still. actually, there was realistically what they were, was technology. Yeah. A way of uh, storing magnetic energy. Well, that's what I think. It's more likely that they were some sort of a device and that, you know, like a church, as you're saying. Good time to go into that now know? because our next uh, yeah. meeting, our next show which is going to be a production really, mm. is going to be, uh, rather than a po podcast, 
is going to be based around what you're saying, mm. around old technology, uh, mud flood, um, yeah. lost civilization, lost history. Potentially Just, the civilization that we're actually I talking reckon, about I right now. The civilization we're talking about. Do you know? Right now. That's I mean, why this it's all is, tying together. Yeah. That's why Fergal now at home is just so excited about what we're up to. He's following us for a while now, and uh, one of our best buddies. Uh, and he's uh, he's just so excited. He knows we're onto something. Yeah. And then well, you got Owen. It's my buddy. everywhere. You know. Do you know? Yeah. Knows I, we're on, everyone knows we're onto something. And then there, like. it's tying into something even bigger arch. again. I mean, you try in the mountains and the mining, oh, and then yes. you've got these mesas. There's a whole like oh the God. pillars of heaven and things yes. like that, and it goes into this kind of crazy. Gives a whole new interpretation on history, mm. and it's um, it's just exciting. I mean, really who knows is. how true or false? Like the majority of what we're doing is we're making our best. We're taking our best guesses based on the information mm. that we have. We've we're trying to figure out. We're trying to see if this. And we're looking at what makes sense in comparison to. We wouldn't cover it unless it had yeah. a bit of truth to it. So that's going to be really making. exciting. So um, we're really looking forward to tying it all in together. So, but with this one. I think with this one, which is very important, if we could take anything away mm. from it, would be the the kind of almost the power of different things you can control. So the Breton law was all about that. So let's say forgiveness, for instance. Mm -hmm. That's kind of up to you if you're going to forgive. You know, some things you can't forgive. But you know, like stuff like different little things where you tune out, we're a small bit distracted then because when the Catholic Church came in, it kind of destroyed our spirituality and our understanding of that power. So um, we're just a small bit lost at the moment as humanity. You know, like we're on about fair bullocks, we're on about Twitter. They weren't lost with their spiritual side. They knew exactly what to pray to and what to connect mm. to and how to make stuff happen. We don't. We kind of go back to that 12-year-old who made his confirmation, said a couple of prayers one day, felt good kind of thing doesn't make any sense to me to be honest what makes more sense is is something more spiritual and I heard something very interesting there lately about the, the spiritual side your your mind mm. and your physical so you're thinking spiritual mental physical and you're thinking all these things exist and people don't realize they exist but they do exist and if you think your spiritual doesn't exist you're going to actually cause problems to yourself because you'll be doing stuff that would have a would go against Breton law a lot of it it would go against a lot of like being fair you know like say you're kind of doing you're, you're pulling a shimmy shammy on someone and you know all this kind of stuff whether you like it or not your spiritual energy picks up on it your your mind your mental can you can tell it go away can shut it out whatever and your physical can just get stuff done like go to work every day and get on with it but your spiritual is always there and unless you start honing in on your spiritual mm -hmm. you still feel lost so I think Sorry. leaving today with this is yeah. just hone into the three of them spiritual mental physical they yeah. exist whether we want to believe it or not and linking those I think to good and fairness, good, fairness. And balance and doing the right thing mm -hmm. as much as possible because we are in a world that, you know, it's easy to do the wrong thing a lot of the time. You know, it's a world of easy to do the wrong thing. And we all make difficult decisions, bad yeah. decisions, as well as good ones. Yeah, yeah. But I think in order to bring back a, a world of fairness for our own children mm. and our families, you know, it starts, as you're saying, with us. 
focusing on focusing on who we are and what we can do to make yeah. the world better and our spiritual and our mental and uh, stop focusing so much on material material That's yeah distraction a good friend of mine who's in the know of spirituality and I believe him as well uh, it's all it's all immaterial that's the problem we have to look at the connection with your karma as the material Mm -hmm. and take that as what's important and your fairness uh, not about being liked and about people thinking you're good and all that not that at all actually more about moral standards about like your kids deserve more time you know Mm -hmm. like we're all guilty of everything but you know these small little things are actually very interesting because they were taught they were never taught to us before from the church from school like you said something very important before about a lot of schooling started off just teaching the bible yeah that was originally and it wasn't even the bible bible it was like their version of whatever they decided to keep so um, that's why uh, it's so interesting here. We're actually like, cracking some cool stuff open here that has a really good feeling to it as well. Mm-hmm. We're looking at the Brehan Law. That's why we're always going on about the Brehan yeah. because it's a, it's a feeling, good feel. There's a good energy. If there's a protection from the other side or wherever you think the Brehan is involved, the Brehan is definitely involved because you, you're happy with the Brehan lifestyle. Yeah. You know? My old man was the ultimate Brehan. I'd love right. to say that before I finish. Uh, I was saying to you one night, remember, we just clicked with us then, we were like, he was the, yeah. the Brehan got him in the end. But uh, he was the ultimate Brehan, like he loved fairness. Like he would sit down, God rest him, he'd sit down, he'd watch a rugby match, you know, right? Ireland or playing South Africa next to Ireland or playing unreal all, all match, you know. Last 15 minutes, they start fecking up the ball, you know. Like, yeah. You mean, Driscoll, knocks back a try and something there's a knock on something like that happens and then Ireland just wreck it and then South Africa win yeah and like it was 2017 South Africa were down for the whole game my old man would be like they deserve South Africa deserve to win it so much he was the ultimate Brehan he would yeah. support the fairness and the, the right but if it was the other way around if Ireland fell short they were the best team for the whole game he would be balling mm. they should have done it I can't believe they didn't do yeah. it so he, like the Brehan went both ways with him and uh, I, I actually believe it was, the end, it was the end of him as well Yeah. But which is hilarious because you know sometimes when you're so fair about something if things aren't right you can't you have deal to, with the fair you're like un- man this isn't yeah. right and I think a lot of that is what got him in the end. But you know, that's, there's, a, there's something to be said there with that. There's something mm-hmm. we can learn from that. Is to don't leave the Brehan take control of us. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes the Brehan is just... Uh, you have to make, you have to live and let live sometimes with the situation mm-hmm. that you're in. And forgive. Uh, but, uh, and forgive, yeah. Power of forgiveness is a big one. Uh, forgiveness mixed with Brehan is probably the message. Oh, that's what uh, uh, my buddy taught me. Nice. Yeah. No doubt. Imagine that. That's it. Tracked it there. Probably a good way to. Uh, yeah, let's go wait to finish up there. Nice. Woop woop. See you later.